Grand rising, grand rising, everybody. I pray you are divine. I pray you have risen in the best spirit. And I pray that wherever you are when you're listening to this, that you truly receive whatever it is that you need to bless you on your day to day. This morning, this is my last um, conversation in this month on guidance. We're going to be moving into a new topic next week. And I'm deeply excited um, because we've seen some amazing things happen in this month. And I don't know about anybody else, but it's taught me so much. When I first was given the word guidance, and when I say given, I um, I sit with God and I ask him, like, what's going to be the title this month, you know? And it's really funny how he gives me these words. Um, and when I first started this Elevate journey, I had like the first six month words. And I'm telling you guys, <laughs> they're not what I had. Um, and what he gives me now, I get excited about because I'm just like, wow, um, it's so amazing. The journey that actually I believe that God has taken us on. It's so amazing. The journey that divine has taken us on. And throughout that journey, we're learning so much. And when I was really thinking about, well, okay, what can I give them really? What can I speak about? What can I come in here for the last day of guidance and talk about? And I realized that more than it being about God, you and I dance for me in this month, actually, it has been, you know what? The power of speaking truth. That has given us so much guidance in this month. The power of people speaking their truth. And actually, when you allow yourself to speak your truth, the guidance that that gives you. When you allow yourself to live your truth, the guidance that that gives you. When you allow yourself to be your truth, the guidance that that gives you is literally unmatched. And so I wanted to come and talk about that. And I've had so much realizations in this week. I've also had so much like aha moments. And I always say to people when I'm coaching them, create a blueprint, create a blueprint for your life because your blueprint will act as your guidance. And what do I mean by that? I am literally like, write a plan, write it out, write it plain, make it, make it clear, be specific and write it out. And many people write down their wishes, you know, their desires, their hopes that really don't, it's not that they can't manifest. It's not that you can't step into them. It's not that they can't come true, but you have nothing that supports what you want. So you're just writing it. Now, don't get me wrong. There is great power in just writing things down and letting it go. Because what happens is there's no resistance in what you're asking for. So you just ask for something and it will come. But because we have sometimes focused on what we don't want for so long, what can't happen, what, what isn't happening, the energy underneath those thoughts and those desires is a lot stronger and that's why it seems to come through quicker so when we're now asking and we're not stepping into the vibration the frequency 
that comes with what we're asking for or when we're writing our blueprint. Can you hear my voice? <clears throat> and there's no guidance behind that. We're like, wow, it's just a piece of paper with just words on it. But when you write your blueprint from a place of truth, from a place of really knowing, trusting and believing that that's for you, like that's for you, not for anybody else, but that's for you, whatever it is. It starts to really manifest. Why? Because your desires are like magnets. And so as I come in the room on the last day to speak about guidance, I was like, the greatest guidance for me personally has always been telling my truth, has been living my truth, has been being my truth and honoring who I am, like who I really am. And throughout this whole month, we've had people's stories, we've had their truths, we've had their experiences, we've heard their traumas, we've heard things that they've won and overcome as much as we've heard things that have caused them great pain and trauma. But what's really moved us is their truth. It's not the facts of the situation. It's not even the situation. It's not the scenario. It's not the experience. It's not even the person. It's the truth. And when you allow the truth to guide you, you give yourself permission to do so much. And I can hear people saying, well, what's the truth? When we hear people speak, sometimes people could be saying the most amazing story or they could be saying the most traumatic story and it doesn't do anything to you. You just hear it, but you don't receive it. But when a person speaks and they speak from their truth, you feel it it resonates somewhere, it sits somewhere, it stirs something, it lands somewhere, it makes you question things. That's the difference about truth. And this is why I'm always calling out liars. And here's what's interesting about lies, many of our lies, have been guiding our lives. And what's a lie? A limited idea entertained. That's all it is. So when you say you can't do something because you don't have enough time, that's a limited idea entertained. When you say you can't achieve something because you don't have enough education, that is a limited idea entertained. When you say you can't make something happen because you don't have enough money, that's a limited idea entertained. When you say you can't do something because you're scared, that is a limited idea entertained. And now do you hear how many of us live from that place? Because the truth is, You've got more than enough time. 
As a matter of fact, you've got time in abundance. But what do you choose to do with your time? You might not have the money yet, but have you made a plan to create the money? You might not wake up and be playing the role, and I say playing, playing the role in your life that you want to yet, but can you wake up and play anyways? This is the difference with truth. When you give yourself permission to say, you know what? That experience happened 20 years ago, but I'm still a victim to it. I'm still a victim because I think about it. I'm still a victim because I won't make decisions because of it. I'm still a victim because I keep it in the dark. I'm still a victim because I haven't forgiven yet. I'm still a victim because I haven't addressed it yet. Do you understand how that then guides your life? How all your decisions spew and spur off of that one thing? Just as much as the day that you decide this thing has no power over me. I am an overcomer. I am resilient. I am bold. I am courageous. I am unlimited. I am limitless. There is nothing that stops me. I live in a world of possibilities. The day that you make that your truth, do you understand how that guides your life? And so I titled the room, God Changed My Language. Because I'm a great listener. But I will say out loud, I don't listen. Of course I listen. In order to be a coach, you've got to listen. Because people are saying things without saying it. And your job is to find what they're saying, ask a quality question, not tell them where to go, but just lead them, just guide them, and then they'll find their way. And along the way, you're getting them to develop skills, you're getting them to develop trust, you're getting them to develop understanding, inner standing, overstanding of their self. You're getting them to look at things from the inside out. You're turning everything inside out. A lot of the coaching style that I use is like psychotherapy. When you understand that, it means that you are completely renewing and transforming a person because you are changing their whole mindset. When a person changes their whole mindset, of course, their whole life changes. And when you change your mindset, it's key that you change your language. Because your language is dictating your life. Whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're accurate. And your language is a massive telltale sign as to what's guiding you, as to where you're being guided but we don't clean it up. We don't get intentional about saying, hey, 
Is that really my truth? Within this last week, if you've been in Shake the Room, we've been able to do some chain-breaking things, right? We released our parents by releasing the umbilical cord. And what many people don't know is our parents were, were given to us to guide us. We chose them, in fact. And so when we choose these great guidance, whether they are great, as in they're great because they're present and we love them and we learn from them, or whether they're great because they're absent and we also learn from that, we pick them for a reason. We picked them for a lesson. We picked them for an understanding. We picked them so that we can know ourselves beyond ourselves. But you won't get that if you get stuck in what should have been, what could have been, what was. What happens when you accept things for what they are? You come to a place of peace. We had a lesson this week from Sarah Jakes and she was saying, call a thing a thing. We were speaking about it in here yesterday in Clubhouse. But the essence of it is just saying, when you're able to claim something as it is, only then can you change it. That's the truth that can guide you. But what happens is we don't call a thing a thing. We pretty it up, we make it look like this, we wanna make it look like that, we wanna do this and do that. So we're just not in acceptance of what it is. Sometimes, maybe all the time actually, things are missing or it feels like things are missing because they're supposed to be. Can you accept that? Things are going wrong in your eyes because they're supposed to. Things aren't working out as you planned because they're supposed to. That friend isn't supporting you or showing up how you want them to because they're supposed to. And when you allow that truth to be your guidance, you experience a different level of peace. Because what happens is you move from controlling to allowing. You move from doubting to trusting. You move from fear to faith. And you've only got to say those words in your mouth. Wherever you are right now, just say control. And feel how it feels. Control. Control. How does that feel? And then say, allow. 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 And see how that feels. Let me know the difference. Then go doubt. Doubt. Feel it. Doubt, doubt, how does that feel? How does it feel in your mouth, doubt? How does it feel in your body, doubt? And then say trust, 
trust, trust, feel it. How does it feel in your mouth, in your body? And then say fear, fear, fear. Again, how does it feel? And then say faith, faith, faith. Did anybody notice any differences? If you did, let me know. Because in your mouth and in your body, some of those words feel more restrictive. They feel more boxed in. Control, allow. Control, allow. One actually sounds and feels closed. One sounds open and feels open. And so sometimes we've just got to be reminded to be guided by the simple things. To not only be guided by your truth and the truth of others, but to be able to identify when it's the truth. Not because somebody is saying and claiming something to be true, does it mean that it's true? How do you know the difference? You can feel it. And so when you hear the truth, you'll know it because you feel it. And that's the beauty of being guided by truth. And that's the beauty of trusting your feelings. And that's the beauty of having a relationship with life. The beauty is it will tell you all you need to know. It will show you the path that you need to go. It will give you the clues as to when you're more on the path and in alignment and flow, and when you're more off the path, as in you are creating resistances. And this goes for anything that you want, whether it's a job, whether it's to your health and well-being, whether it's your confidence, your language, that business, your finances. You'll know when you're on the path and doing the right thing because it will feel good. You'll know when you're creating resistance because you will feel it. But are you willing to get to a place of trusting your feelings? And it comes from telling your truth. We spoke about this yesterday and going against your gut. And then you go against your gut and then immediately you build up guilt. Especially if something goes wrong when you go against your gut. So instead of just listening and trusting yourself, you go against it. And then you go against it, now you've got guilt. Now guilt turns into more guilt, then guilt becomes trauma, then it becomes resentment, then it becomes a blah. When actually, if you just stop and listen, and feel and connect, you'll always know where to go. 
you'll always know what to do. Because your inner guidance system is always on, it's always working. The batteries do not die. It doesn't have any errors or any faults. It's perfectly designed to guide you. But if you've lied to yourself and you've lived in limited ideas and you continue to entertain them, then what you think is your truth is not. And so when you was a child and someone said to you, you're ugly, or you was a child and someone said to you, you're not good enough, or you was a child and you got rejected, you've believed those things for so long. Maybe you didn't make your parents proud, so you've gone about your life trying to validate yourself. Maybe you felt that you didn't have the love you deserved. So now you're out here looking for love. Maybe you wasn't smart or intelligent in school. So now you have to prove yourself in the world by being smart and intelligent and getting all of that stuff. And you really think you're doing all of these things on a great foundation. You really think you're doing all of these things for your greater good. And sometimes you're meeting a lot of resistance and you're finding it hard for that thing to come through. Or you're finding it hard for your parents to understand you or for your friends to relate to you or for that job to pay you what you worth or to get more time for yourself. You're finding it hard. There's resistances. Why? Because you're not living your truth. Because the minute that you decide and you get clear and it comes from who you really are. Yo, we live in a dope universe. The universe creates space. And actually, the more that we take from the universe is the more the universe expands. Because we give, we contribute, so it expands. And so what happens is when you make up your mind about something, and you decide this is my season, this is my time, I am going to get things done. I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to be prepared and ready for when this comes. I'm going to walk on complete faith that this is going to be done. I'm going to put all my energy into making that happen. I'm going to trust that I'm making the right investments. The universe gets behind you and it supports you. So there is no resistance. So things just come. Now, as I said, you don't just get. I said things come. They come to you. Because you're taking action in faith. You're allowing your truth to guide you. And you're trusting the signs that you get along the way, the feelings you get along the way. You're knowing from those feelings if you're on the path or you're further away. And if it feels like you're further away, you're sitting with it, you're asking the right questions, you're clearing it until you get back on the path and you continue on your way. 
but how good are we at allowing that to be our guidance system? Or are you constantly seeking guidance outside of you and then making that your truth? So you feel a pain in your stomach and you go to the doctor and the doctor says, oh, it looks like something's happening in your bowels. And now you allow that diagnosis to guide you. You allow that doctor to define what's happening inside of you. Just as much as you speak to a friend and you say, hey, I'm going through X, Y, or Z, and they say, oh my God, it's probably this. And now you live in fear because you've allowed their perception to guide you. Better yet, you go through something, you haven't really got the answers, so you reach out to your parents. And whatever they decide it to be, you allow that to be your truth for the rest of your life. And that guides you. So when mummy said, don't dance with no people that have on white shoes, you go to the club and you never dance with anyone that's got on white shoes just because mummy said. You don't even know what that means, but you do it anyways. Do you guys hear the difference? about allowing your truth to guide you. In order for you to really allow your truth to guide you, you gotta have a relationship with yourself. In this month of guidance, the reason why so many people have been able to come to the stage and share their stories is because they're working on a relationship with their self. And so more and more they're taking off these cloaks of, well, you know what? Society taught me that. Oh my God, my parents taught me that. Oh, some teacher taught me that. Oh, the doctor taught me that. Oh, my aunt taught me that. But hold up. That's not my truth. But it was my truth until this point that I questioned it. And whoa, that's been guiding my life. I talk about this in terms of my personal relationship with God, but it doesn't stop there, guys. Neither does it stop. It's my whole truth about everything. Some of you don't even know how what you believe about yourself right now isn't your truth. It's someone else's. It's your ex-partner's. And because that failed or that didn't work out, or you're trying to fix up, fix up this and fix up that and fix up this. So the next one accepts you. But how about there was nothing wrong in the first place? You just didn't see what was right. So you attracted something that reflect all that you believed to be wrong. But there isn't nothing much you've got to change. Actually, maybe there's some things that you've just got to accept. That's the difference about being guided by your truth. It's a relationship that's so intimate that you ask yourself some deeper questions. So you're clear, so clear about who you are, what's defining you, what's motivating you, what's inspiring you, 
And then you get to know what's guiding you. Because many of us can now call out what we're under the influence of or what we was under the influence of. But many of us ain't facing the truth of what's guiding us. And I'll tell you another plug. When your past is guiding your future, we got a problem. When your past is guiding your future, we have a problem. And this is why we live in a great era of allowing yourself to have teachers, to have mentors, to have coaches. Because I can guarantee that without that extra eyes, many of our pasts are guiding our future and it's problematic. Well, I'm rising, Miss Tina. How hey. are you? I'm great. I've just done check-in, right? And I saw something and I thought, wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> so when I was looking at the pattern, because I said, right, felt good after this morning's check-in and you were asking the question, I said, right, I'm getting through that to-do list today because the date adds up to nine. So I'm like, yeah, numerology, it's nine today. I feel good. We're like completing some stuff, right? And then when part of the list is something that I've avoided doing, now imagine I avoided doing this thing and then I rang up made all kind of excuses, got some, um, I got some, what do you call it, grace on it. I'm just going to say tax man, that's one word I have to say. So tax man gave me some grace, right? So then I was given another time to get the thing done by, and I still haven't done it. So when I was checking in and going through the list and saying, right, I'm going to get that done because it's the highest priority. Why is it the highest priority? Because it, it's heavy on my mind. And then the phone starts to ring and I'm looking, I'm saying, oh my God, is that the tax man? Oh my God, is that the tax man? So, you know what happened? When I started to think about it, I said, right, I'm going to go downstairs. I need to go and buy a sticky bun and I need to eat it. And I was like, no, no I'm serious. I, I was like, oh my goodness, that's what you do. You, you self-harm, you punish yourself. Like, you're bad because you haven't done that action. So now I'm going to go and I'm going to punish myself by buying a sticky bun and eating it. And then guess what? When I put the weight on and the scales, I'm going to say, oh, I'm putting on weight. So I, I just saw how I'm creating this thing from one thing that I'm avoiding. Yeah. And that's thanks amazing. For, yeah, thanks for having a fantastic coach that allows us to check in. I was checking in. And then when I thought about the thing, the form, and I said, oh, Lord, look, you rang the man. The man gave you extra time. You didn't use the extra time. Oh, look, ah, uh, uh, yeah. And furthermore, I then started to break down, well, literally, T, how long is this thing going to take me to do? And if I allowed myself two hours, that's a lot of time. I forget it's done way quicker than that. To be honest, it just needs me to sign it. And that's the thing, like we get stuck in these patterns. This is what I mean, of being guided by past experiences, guided by what we've made it mean, instead of just standing in the truth. 
because the truth is how long is it going to take you to do that task oh an hour okay cool I'll schedule out an hour there let me get it done but we don't do that we live in the lie of I haven't got time I'm busy I'm working on this I don't know how to do that and that's what guides your decisions can I just say Tani that I didn't even it's not even not having the time or anything do you know what I really just found there I found you're good for nothing you're worthless you're gonna like I just found that I'd like to get into trouble not that I like to get into trouble but that's what I've created do you understand what I'm saying I just I just saw it this one I'm like wow and this is the thing like in a lot of my coaching calls, maybe in the last two months, I've had this massive realization in people. And it's exactly that. It's the it's amazing of the abuse that they have attracted outside, but it's just a reflection of the abuse that they have inside. When my mum, who's on the stage, she had a a challenging daughter one of her daughters was quite challenging for her and at first I just couldn't understand it because you know as a sister I'm like "Mm -mm, we're raised in the same house how can you act like this how are you rude you know you're asking questions you're judging as well and one day I got it I was like oh my god I was like mum she's abusing you like that because of how you abuse yourself that's harsh. But also, because I, th- I thought to myself, are you speaking about yourself in the third party? Um, <laughs> no, honey. <laughs> <laughs> then, then I realised, actually, I created that pattern over and over again. And that was the bingo part. I gave her, there was, there was different examples that I had seen in her life where she created that many times with different characters. Whether it's a work character, a family member, a a child, a sibling, a partner, it was a vicious cycle of abuse. Energy remains, face changes. If people just understood that principle, you would start to clean things up. Because you can't change the person. You can't change what other people do. You can't control it. But the more that you work on a relationship with you and you really start to sit with your truth, you really start to say, oh my gosh, Tanya, you look for things to go wrong. That's what you do. Instead of looking for a way that things could be a working out for you, that things are right, you, it is easier for you to look at what's going wrong. How many of you guys do that? But Tani, I didn't even this morning when you said write down what's right. I, I just recently, I just that them things there, right and wrong, good and bad, and all of that language. Yeah, that's like your room says. God changed my language because if I believe this is right. And you believe it's wrong. So, for instance, you was using the example of the doctor. So, the doctor says, according to my weight, they don't suggest that I should exercise. It's very dangerous. But if I sit down still and my feet swell up, oh, it's dangerous, you should move. 
then you shouldn't do too vigorous a move. You should do this. And it's just like, what do I think? What what makes me feel better? What stops my work, my legs from swelling up? What do you understand what I'm saying? So what could be right in the doctor's opinion? It could actually be wrong for me because we're all so different. And they're just going, they're general practitioners. So they're generally practicing and they're generally giving advice from a guideline of what they see or on health. But then there's another perspective. So when it comes to right, wrong, good, bad, I'm just kind of like, I don't know. But this is the thing. This is why I said earlier, it's about the undoing of that. Because in actual fact, the real truth is, it is what it is. It is what it is. But that's not what we humanly believe. Hence why I've done that room on my podcast, there is only one power. We actually believe in conflict. We believe in the light and the dark, the up, the down. And don't get me wrong, there is all of those things, right? But when you actually switch that belief to it is what it is, everything changes. Because it allows you to move from what it should have been, what it could have been, what it would have been, to it is what it is. And I think as well what you commonly say and what you remind us about is having a conversation with Bev yesterday and it's like Bev asked, is it the season, as Tanya says, for that thing? And that's, that's another thing, that what's right in this season or what works right in this season it might not work right in that season. And like you said about the animals, that's why in a certain season, the animals know, okay, we're going to hibernate because that's what works for us. Right, wrong, you know what I mean? It is what it is and that's what works. And that's why I said focus on what's going right because actually maybe that's not even the right language. Focus on remaining in flow. Because you know the difference internally. You know when you're in flow. Discipline helps to keep you in flow. Discipline being the greatest form of self-love. When you're disciplined, you're easier to be in flow. When you're not disciplined, it's, it's actually harder to remain in flow. And it's funny because to me personally, in my language, discipline sounded like a swear word. Sounded hard. But actually, when I'm disciplined, because this is what I want to do, this is where I want to go, this is going to get me there, that keeps me in flow. So it's about being intentional. It's about having that relationship with yourself so that you know, okay, cool, this is what I want to do. You're intentional about it. So then it doesn't matter if one raindrop falls or 10,000 raindrops fall. You haven't got to where you want to go yet. You keep going. That's it. That's it. And when you spend all your time focusing on that to where you want to go, what it is you want to do, things you want to achieve in whatever facets of your life, what you want to become, you actually haven't got the time or energy to focus on what's not happening or what did happen or what happened 20 years ago. Because you're no longer guided by it. But if we don't have that level of conviction, if we don't have that relationship with ourselves, if we don't, if we're not able to speak that level of truth, we won't get there. 
And so to wrap up this month of guidance, I just invite you all to be seriously guided by your truth and to figure out what that is by asking quality questions, by observing yourself inside of yourself and outside of yourself and saying, hey, is this a me decision, like a real me decision? Or is this a decision because I want to prove something? Is this a decision because I want to be validated? Is this a decision because I don't feel good about something? Where are you actually doing things from? Where are you being from? Where are you living from? And know the difference between your doing and being. We are human beings. And this world has a way of making us do, 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 do. But perhaps the question is, who and what do you want to become? And how do you really go about that? What's guiding you to get you there? Like, what's seriously guiding you to get you there? And then it becomes a whole me conversation. Some of us are having a lot of external conversations and we need to flip them and have an internal conversation. And a conversation is a two-way street. So it's about claiming your language, shifting your language, affirming your language, right? As much as it's listening to your language, listening to your internal conversation. And before you know it, you be coaching yourself. Because you're in a relationship with self. You're hearing, you're listening, you're feeling, you're trusting, you're knowing, you're accepting, you're in flow, and it comes from a different place. So is there any questions before we wrap up? I'm excited. Tomorrow we will be here for Get Bodied Friday. That's where we hear from you. We hear how your week's been. We hear what you've been going through and we offer you any support, guidance, tools that we can to help you. But Get Bodied Fridays are always fun because we pick sticks and they give you messages and we just have a good conversation. Rest of the week, we're pouring, we're giving you content, we're giving you information that you can go away and use now. You can sit with yourself today and say, am I controlling or am I allowing? Am I living in doubt or am I doing things in faith? My belly is won't stop rumbling today. Um, I think one of the things that we said about yesterday was... Um a physical class and uh, initially you said are you coming and I said oh I'm so tired oh, uh, I actually literally felt like my eyes couldn't stay open and once I got to that class it was the most amazing thing to just dance it was the most amazing amazing thing I know you were saying that you found your joy back because you were so happy I have job. to tell everybody I don't let me tell you I don't know where you are what you're going through all I know, the cure to my life, period, is doing what I love, period. I haven't danced in so long. And, and my love isn't just dance, it's teaching. 
And so the energy, when we get in the studio and the mirrors are there and we had this hall and I'm like, let's go. And that energy is duplicated. And then you see the mirror. So the next person goes harder because they can see the person next to them in the mirror. And that energy just births. Oh my God, it's great. It's so good. And I've got a, a very good thing in me that says, okay, cool, it's winter, I need to focus, I need to lock down, I need to get into my goals, I need to write down what it is, I need to prepare my vision, we can do, 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 but you see dancing, it allows me to be, ah, teaching, it allows me to be, and for each person, you've got to find your balance, and many of our guidance systems, they feel like they're not working, because actually, we're off balance, we're not balancing that masculine and feminine energy. We're not balancing that doing this and being this. We're not balancing that thinking it out and feeling it out. We're not balancing the two. So we feel off. We go through seasons of running hard, duh, 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 chasing the bag, yada, yada, yada. No fun. What? If it's not fun, I'm not doing it. Life isn't just about balancing your mind, balancing your emotions, you understand? It's actually about balancing your life, as in what you do. Have you actually scheduled in time to have fun? Do you black box in your diary so you can do nothing? As much as the people that just do nothing and think things are going to come to them, do you schedule in your diary what you've got to do, the task you've got to handle? That's the kind of balance. Make it plain, make it clear. And that blueprint I was talking about, when you actually start to work on that, when you actually start to write some stuff down, you recognize there's some stuff you gotta let go of. And for a lot of us, it's in our language as much as it's in what we do. Your language isn't, isn't serving you. It's not guiding you to where you wanna go. If you wake up every day and say, I can't, how is that gonna get you into I can? If you wake up and think it's not possible, how are you going to make it possible? If you wake up and think I haven't got enough time, resources, money, when is it going to happen? So then you've got to create something. You've got to start the ball running. And I think another thing is that um, you often share and read on here, you know, your parts of your journal that you've written on that particular day. So I know in the future it will be beautiful to read your journal from last night because you were just absolutely high like a kite. So I think the- Listen, I, was, I wasn't I was tired when I came in. I thought I was gonna be tired because I was up from five. I wasn't tired. I had more energy. When I dance, it does something. I have to come in and do something else because it's just birth something. And I promise you, I washed my dishes. I spoke to my dad. I spoke to you. And then I was like, I'm still not tired. I was like, I have to. I have to go to my journal because it's amazing. And that's so funny that you said that because I that's what I did. Because as well, habit. Some people pick up their journal to heal and turn out this and release that. No, no, no. You can pick up your journal and write some things into your life. Gratitude. It's gratitude isn't just about, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for that. No, can you write 10 pages of what your heart is just grateful for? Yo, I can. I can. Gratitude is a lifestyle 
more than it is wake up and write 10 things to be grateful for. It's a lifestyle. And so I did, if I used no other tool, I picked up my journal and I claimed everything that I felt yesterday because I was like, oh my gosh, God, you are so good. Ah, felt so good. Was he saying, write 10 things down? Because you know, I write 10 things down. (laughs) (laughs) I know a lot of people write 10 things down. And sometimes I get frustrated when I say frustrated because I know the tools that I use every day, right? But one of the tools that I don't pick up every day is my gratitude journal. And I look at it and I'm like, but but you're not ungrateful, Tanya. Why are you not using this? And then I get it. For me, when I'm just writing down the one to two, the five, the 10 things, right? It feels very robotic. And so for another person, yes, absolutely install that habit. Get that in your bones. Be grateful for everything. But another person doesn't need to write down those 10 things because they could get their phone out and they could do a voice note and they could just, you could just hear gratitude pour out of them. They could go to their journal and they could just write about their day. And in there, there's a million things to be grateful for. This is how you've got to trust your process. But also don't be, um, what's the word? Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy because you waking up every day and doing the work, it counts for something. Just as much as you waking up every day and doing nothing adds up to something too. And I, I think when you were saying that word earlier, I remember what words blow, then I hear flexibility. So yeah, the flexibility is, is really required or yeah, that's good. And that's also why some people's structure doesn't birth anything. Some people's structure doesn't birth birth anything. Why? Because it's creating resistance. Because they're not flexible. They don't know how to Uh bend. Uh Balance. I think as well well with your um, I love when you do your um, your journaling, and I love when Cece shares her journaling. I love when a lot of people share um what they write because you can just hear so much in it so yeah i think that that's really important because when when you're asking us to check in and before it's like yeah i did this or i did that and that's not really the check-in because when you check in and you can you know like when you check into a hotel you're checking in for the experience when I check in now in my day and I and I and then this morning I saw that pattern, oh my god, I wanna go downstairs and eat a sticky bun because I haven't done something, then it's it's now I'm aware of it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I can then make that difference because instead of eating the sticky bun, I drank some water because I needed to do that. <laughs> do you understand? But I, I would have just automatically gone to the pattern that I go to when I haven't done something and I want to self-harm, I want to beat up on myself because I'm bad now. But I was able to put in what I want to do, which is actually drink water, eat healthier, think healthier. So because I'm checking in and I'm really conscious and aware, oh, that's what you do, then I can, I can do something different. Amazing. And that's why as well, it's, it's I always say, guys, I, I don't really even pay attention to people. I don't pay attention to what they do, but I pay attention to patterns. 
patterns tell you so much. Maths is my favorite subject. It is because mathematics is life. And what maths teaches you is patterns. Everything under the sun has a process, a cycle and a pattern. And if you look close enough, you'll see. I remember when I used to listen to Abraham Hicks and, and people would talk about, I know um, this is coming through, I can feel it. And I'd think, how do they know that they're going to manifest something? Like, bro, how do you know that? But they're so aligned and connected, you can feel it. Sometimes you will hear me speak and I'm like, I know something is coming. I don't know what it is, but it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. You can feel it. But are you willing to feel it? Are you willing to connect? Are you willing to learn your truth? and know your pattern. So invest in you, boo. So anyways, I'm about to jump out. I'm about to share actually something from my journal. And this is a couple actually of the letters to my younger self. And if you've gone onto my shop, which I've pinned at the top or my website, guess what guys? These letters that were to me and for me they are actually the words that I had to go and say in the mirror. So I put them on a mirror because perhaps they're the words that you need to say in the mirror. Perhaps they're the words that you need to remind yourself of. We've done a lot of, Claudine's very good at doing the inner child healing, but more than just coming in here and listening and doing things, it takes work to heal your inner child. And this was a part of the work that I had done and you guys know one of my favorite tools is to write letters. I write letters. That's just how I heal. That helps me with my language. So it's a letter to my younger self. If I could tell you that you would survive and everything would be okay, I would. If I could tell you to trust yourself, love yourself and speak up, I would. If I could tell you to keep your chin up and head high, I would. If I could tell you to never lose faith or sight of yourself through heartache, I would. If I could tell you that love is not something you seek, it's all that you are, I would. If I could tell you that you're doing the best with what you can, I would. If I could tell you to never give up, keep going, I'm proud of you, I would, and if I could take every minute to tell you I love you, I would. I'm here for you. I hope you never ever forget who you really are. I pray you dig beneath the surface of what you think and you always find a way to swim and not sink. I hope you unlock the chambers of your heart and you remember you're amazing just as you are. You are. I pray you see you how I see you and you always find a way to shine. I hope you know you are one of the greatest gifts of all time. If only you could see you how I see you. I pray you tap into the abundance that is already waiting for you. Find the courage to dig, to build, to be. Find the strength to always set yourself free. Be yourself, be bold, be confident unapologetically. Ignite your power, your purpose, your unlimited ability. Always remember 
you are magic, baby. And each of those are different mirrors. And I love this. A lot of people get them for gifts. There was a subscription application on there. So you could get one each month for your self-love journey. Um, and they're still available. But what I love most about these mirrors is when people buy them as gifts for people and then that person has this amazing breakthrough. We really underestimate the power of words and we underestimate the power of going to the mirror and speaking to ourselves. You can speak life over your life and change everything. You can speak life into things and change the whole path that you're walking. Closed mouths do not get fed. It's time to speak your truth, live your truth and be your truth. And don't allow yourself to be guided by anyone or anything else outside of that. Trust yourself, nurture yourself, nourish yourself. So that when you give, you give from a full cup. You give from the essence of all that you are, not some of it. And I pray that you're willing to sacrifice who you are now for who you want to be. Because it's going to cost you something. And I encourage people to start writing blueprints for their life. And if you're coming to the weekend at the end of the year, we'll chop more into this. But just for now, you can start with a sacrifice list. Write down what you're willing to sacrifice now for who you want to become. You have that power. And here's just some of my sacrifices. I'm willing to sacrifice all of my selfish wants, needs and desires to allow the divine and my higher self to intervene. I'm giving up the story and anything that doesn't serve me or prevents me from creating a fruitful and abundant legacy. I sacrifice playing small as I boldly walk into new territory, knowing I am perfectly seasoned and well-equipped to be my best through it all. I am not alone, I am always aligned, I'm fully supported and divinely connected. Everything happens at the right time, so I surrender to the divine's timeline. Many of us are guided by time <laughs> and we don't recognize the time's gonna go anyways. And we're never really doing anything on your time. It's in the time that things happen. So don't let time define you. Don't think by 30, I've got to do this. By 50, I've got to do that. By 60, no. The only time that you should focus on is now. Like everybody should have a clock that removes the figures and all the clock says is now, 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 now. Could you imagine? The time is now, people. The time to be great is now. The time to write the plan is now. The time to take the step is now. The time for me to go is now. 
I pray you've enjoyed this conversation and I pray that something has landed with you. I really pray that you're willing to seek your truth and be guided by that alone. Final questions before I leave. Anyone got any burning question, thought, desire, feeling, thinking? If not, we're going to tap out. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. I would affirmations and I know for years now you've been an affirmation queen um your products they are full of beautiful affirmations you just read the mirrors um the pick me up sticks which I love I use daily and you know at first when I used to pick them I didn't really bond to them or relate to them now let me tell you those sticks they are just so beneficial and when I pick one in the morning I remind myself through the day what what the stick you know has said to me what it has affirmed for me so obviously my relationship with words I, I looked up what does affirmation mean it says the action of affirming something emotional support or encouragement is the act of confirming something to be true so I think sometimes, like when I first tell people about, you know, the sticks, they're like, okay, so they've got words on it, yeah? And I'm like, no, they're affirmations. <laughs> and then it's like, so what does that do? What, so by telling yourself something over and over, yeah. How your brain is made to work by telling yourself, by putting that command over and over, by affirming that thing, you're making it true. You're making it a reality. So I know many times when you say, like before my affirmations was, I can't do this, or I can't, I can't, or, oh, I hate this, or, you know, and, and they were words that I would tell myself over and over again. And that's what my life was. Um, it was it was kind of returning me back, giving me back what I was putting out. So now when I affirm, according to the sticks, they gave me a good help or guidance on, on how to affirm and then I can make things up myself as well now so it's, it's really affirming that a reality that you want by using those products so I would say go on the website everybody and yeah try them out if you haven't already I love that and honestly the only reason that I have products is because they changed my life they literally changed my life. And what's interesting is I forgot to mention this, but earlier on, I had brought up the meaning of guidance. And guidance actually says the meaning in the dictionary, it says advice or information aimed at resolving a problem or difficulty, especially as given by someone in authority. And you know what was interesting about that for me is we seek guidance right on a problem or difficulty we actually seek guidance from the problem do y'all hear how crazy that is so for instance if you're in a bad relationship and the relationship isn't working out you actually start looking in the relationship to get help if you get what I mean you start trying to look in there to find the problem it's very rare and it's, it's actually becoming more popular now that people are going, okay, cool, well, we'll get a therapist. 
But then a lot of people reject that idea because they're like, nothing's wrong with me. But what we learned last month in the month of influence is how necessary it is to seek counsel, how necessary it is to seek support and help. And so that's why for me personally, my guidance comes from the creator, period. To me, that's the only divine energy that knows all the answers. But on top of that, it comes from knowing thyself and having a relationship by choice with myself. Because then I'm more aware of my decisions. I'm more aware of my circumstances, my experiences. And so I allow my truth to guide me. Many of us are guided by the lies that we're not good enough, that it's not going to work out, that this, that, 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 that. Do you see the vicious cycle of problems, the vicious cycle of conflict, the vicious cycle of contrast? And when you catch it, you've just got to break it. So I pray this is bringing you clarity. I pray that you guys have enjoyed the month of guidance. It has been a month of so many people telling their truth. And we appreciate each and every single one of you guys for doing that. Because actually, I believe it's allowed people to start unlocking their truth. When you come in here and you hear something that sits with you, you then start questioning and you're like, oh, wow, what if? And that's what we want. We want you to question yourself so that you can come to your truth. You can come to a greater understanding. So go ahead in this day, guys, and be great. Continue to make the best decisions for you. Continue to trust the path that you're walking and continue to do all that you can, all that you can to be your best self. Thank you so much. Yes. I'm, I'm getting that work done today on that list. I'm, I'm going to start. <laughs> yes. My boss says I create something out of nothing. Greatness is built through me. Yes. Yes. Period. I have, I have a pick that stick. Haven't you? I get that stick all the time. I literally oh, get that stick all the time. Oh, yes, I got it. I got it. <laughs> That's my vibe, man. Grand Rising, Mr. Claude. Don't you today? Yep. Um, I've, don't you guys know? I, I have a business coach, so, you know, time is everything. Yeah, I'd just like to add to that. Um, <laughs> when people, one of the greatest things that we've lost is faith. Mm. You know, in losing faith, we sort of like lose our way. So we all need that little guidance to come back on the path, you know. So that's what I would like to say this morning. Faith is a very big um, faith. It doesn't matter what faith you have. You know, faith in yourself, faith in um, the creator, you know, is where I start with my faith. You know, everybody, you know, it's just faith. You know, faith in that tomorrow's going to be, today's going to be a better day than it was yesterday because that's gone. You know, we can't do nothing about yesterday. It's gone. You know, so let's, and live in today, not in the, a different time and a different realm is the day we're living in. Moment, enjoy. Yes. And you know, faith, 
faith, believing in the unseen. There's no evidence there, guys. That's the magic of living. That's the joy of being. It's so bomb there. And sometimes mm, structured people, that can mess with your faith a little bit. Ouch. But I didn't say disciplined people, by the way. One thing I will say is um, if your faith feels a bit shaky in Elevate, we have been reading an amazing, amazing book by Michael Todd. And it's actually called Crazy Faith. He's doing an incredible series on YouTube called Crazy Our Faith. He did Crazy Faith last year, but he's been upgraded this year and he's doing Crazier Faith. And if your faith feels shaky, tap in. It's bomb, it's bomb, bomb, diggity, bomb, bomb. There you go. You can use that to help you on your journey. I thank you guys so much for being here, listening, contributing. I thank my parents for coming up and enjoying and contributing to the conversation. I keep saying this lately and it's cracking me up, but I actually have to say, go ahead and serve the Lord. I swear, when you start to do things from the divine within you, it doesn't even feel like you're doing things. It just feels like you're flowing and being and creating and living and loving do that do all of that good stuff have an awesome day guys